2: hey people hello and happy monday to you i hope you're well i am well chris is well he's behind the scenes as usual i'm sipping tea tonight as usual i've got my ginger root because i needed some pep it's been a long day I know it's been a long day for my guest. I have a very special guest that's going to be joining me momentarily, um, so I won't delay in reading his introduction for you. Bishop E.W. Jackson served in the United States Marine Corps, graduated from Harvard Law School, and studied at Harvard Divinity School. He practiced law for 15 years in Boston and later devoted his full time to ministry. His first book, Ten Commandments to an Extraordinary Life, was published in 2008. His second book, America the Beautiful, Reflections of a Patriot Descended from Slaves, is scheduled for release later this year. He founded the Exodus Faith Ministries, a non-denominational church in Chesapeake, Virginia, and is the founder of STAND, staying true to America's national destiny, a national grassroots organization dedicated to restoring America's Judeo-Christian heritage and values. Bishop Jackson has been active in numerous businesses, political and spiritual endeavors throughout his life. His articles have been published nationally and internationally. He's been seen and heard on Fox News, The O'Reilly Factor, uh, many, many, many other uh, uh, media outlets, ABC Radio Network, so forth and so on. Most recently, E.W. Jackson ran for the Republican nomination for the U.S. Senate in Virginia. In recognition of his national ministry leadership, he was consecrated a bishop in 1998. He and his wife have been married for 40 years. Thank you, Jesus. Have three children and have resided in Chesapeake for 13 years. Welcome to the show tonight, listeners. Bishop E.W. Jackson. Are you there?
3: Yes, I am, Minister Diane Jones. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for having
2: me. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to be my guest. I know that you're very busy, and I am honored that you took the time to, uh, to join us tonight. I want to tell my listeners how I learned of you. I learned of you through um, going on Dr. Michael Brown's website, I was um, looking for, I was actually looking to see if there were any ministers out there or ministries out there that were talking about some of the hot topics (laughs) going on in the news right now, some of the controversial issues uh, regarding the election coming up, as far as the abortion issues, as far as the... um, support of the same sex unions and all of those things. And I was quite troubled that night and I was up real late and I was browsing the website. I found Michael Brown's program and I heard his interview with you. And that led me to go to your website. <laughs> that led me to go to your website. And then I listened to your press conference um, on exodus now and i'm gonna give you an opportunity um to tell us please please tell us by the way i was very encouraged very encouraged i was inspired i i was awake that whole night and after listening to you i was like oh thank you jesus there are people there are men of god there are people who care about this issue? Who are passionate like I am? And I just want to say thank you for for making your bold stand.
3: Well, listen, uh, thank you, and uh, I, I am grateful to be used by God to do this. I, I have to remember, of course, we all have to remember never to have an Elijah complex. You know, Elijah said, "Lord, I'm the only one who is upholding your word." And <laughs> God said, "I have seven thousand who have not bowed the knee to Baal, the worship that is offered." So. Thank God that you're out there, and that so many others like us are out there, and I think our voices are beginning to be heard like never before.
2: Amen. Amen. <laughs> I appreciate that word. I was telling your scheduler that in our community, in our area, my husband and I, um, we, we are not surrounded by people who share our views. I mean, it has been pretty much an uphill battle. Um, and even, even the believers that we know who some of them are pastors, evangelists, um, various different titles, workers in the, in the ministry, um, they don't want to talk about this. They are saying that they are still going to support, and I'm not going to use any names at this mm-hmm. point, but they're still, still going to support because of history, if nothing else because of making Earth. up history and things of that nature. So let's, let's jump right into well, this. Um, <laughs> tell <sure>. me this.
3: <laughs> let, let me just say, um, you know, God put a scripture on my heart that kind of crystallized this for me um, years ago, but it's grown in me since. It's in Hosea 8.4. It says, you set up king, but not by me. You established princes but I do not acknowledge them. You sow the wind, and you wreak the whirlwind. And it, what, what that scripture was really saying to me was the same thing that the Israelites did with Saul. They wanted a king. They wanted someone like themselves. They wanted someone who would satisfy their own fleshly desires to be like others. And God said, don't, don't do that. Let me lead you. Let me pick leaders for you. And no, they... They wanted someone that was like them, and God allowed them to have a king, but he warned them how bad it would be. And so they chose the king they wanted. And I thought to myself, you know, Americans of African descent, because of the pain, the anguish of the past, uh, particularly in the church community, we sort of put God aside instead of counting on him and relying on him to give us the kind of leadership that we need. We pick our own leaders, and, of course, that's sowing the wind, and reaping the whirlwind. So Exodus now was born out of that that sense of revelation, that sense that God is saying something to his people, which is, let me pick your leaders, let me be the one to show you the way, rather than doing it on your own, because when you do it on your own, all you reap is destruction. And and so this whole thing of same sex marriage, rampant abortion, the destruction of many uh a black the black the black family, the destruction of many unborn babies. Uh, under the guise of Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood, when it's really Planned Death. All of this is just a deception, and uh, I've been praying, Minister Diana. As I'm sure you have, God, wake your people up. Let them see what they are doing. That they're that they're fighting you. And and you know what? I'm I'm just absolutely encouraged that many are more than I've ever seen happen before. So I think we're at a historic shift right now.
2: Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I feel that in my spirit, even as you are saying it. I feel that witness in my spirit. On my program, I have a couple of questions here for you, but I'm going to go with the flow. And I wanted to fill you in that on this program. We deal with sexual abuse a lot. I mean, that's pretty much the heart of this program is we reach out to victims of sexual abuse and we try to increase the prevalence, you know, the knowledge of the prevalence of sexual abuse. So I have said many, many, many times that if society says yes to sexual immorality, they say yes to sexual abuse because I believe it is all the same spirit. Go ahead. I I heard you say something.
3: (laughs) Yes, no, it is, because, look, look, it's all born of sexual sin. And once you open that floodgate, the idea that you can control it, look, I've been a pastor for many, many years. The reality is that sex is is one of the most powerful forces God placed in the human being. It's a a powerful drive, but God gave it restrictions.
0: He said yes, it's within yes. the
3: bonds of marriage, and it's supposed to be according to His holy plan, not our own fleshly uh, wanderings and meanderings. And so when we transgress those boundaries, what we see is sin, the Bible says, when it's finished, it brings forth death. It It, just, it gets hungrier and hungrier, more and more perversion, more yes. and more satisfaction of the lust of the flesh. So... You're absolutely right. When we start saying, well, same-sex marriage is okay, well, now what about polygamy? Well, why should we have these laws that say adults can't have sex with minors? I mean, who said that's wrong? So you're right. I mean, and that's what's happening. You know, again, it's sowing the wind and reaping the whirlwind.
2: Amen. Amen. We've got about a minute till break, but I'm going to see if we can if we can continue after the break, but going into the break, can you tell our listeners how the LGBT agenda? is harmful to society because this I talk about the consequences of not only same sex unions but any any type of sexual abuse any type of sex that was not the way God intended for it to be. I we talk about pornography, fornication, adultery. I mean you name it. Can you tell our listeners, well, we got 15 seconds. I'm sorry. So you're going to hear some music and then after the break that's where we're going to pick up at if that's okay with you. Is that okay That's
3: with fine. you? That's fine. That's five minutes to
2: Diana Force. Okay, okay. Because I really want people to hear this. People, we're coming back in a few seconds after a break. Here, you're gonna hear some music now.
1: Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Ready to get your woohoo on from business and branding to babies, best selling books, and personal breakthroughs? Then it's time to tune in to Woohoo Radio, love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness with your host, Lisa Stedman. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on TogiNet.com. Using her signature blend of inspiration, motivation, and kick butt action, best selling author and chief woohoo woman Lisa Stedman wants to help you discover the woohoo that only you can do. Lisa will show you how to create your signature woohoo way of love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness without losing yourself. If you're tired of a one size fits all approach to career, relationships, and personal growth, get your weekly woohoo on with Lisa and her rock star guests as they reveal their personal stories of bouncing back from boohoo of rock bottom into the woohoo of love life business and the pursuit of happiness. Check out her website, LisaStedman.com. Join us for Woohoo Radio. Love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Get the edge and take your success to the next level with the Gold Medal Success Show and your host Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central 6 Pacific here on the Rockstar Radio Network as Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their stories of Struggle, glory, tragedy, and triumph. Revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts used to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day with the Gold Medal Success Show each Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network.
4: Thank God I am free I am
1: free Welcome back to I'm not the woman I used to be I'm free On toginet.com The show dedicated to helping women Find their way back to themselves After innocence was stolen By incest and abuse Helping you heal It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones.
2: Okay, people, time sure flies when you're having a good time. I am feeling the energy. I am feeling the witness in my spirit. I am newly encouraged because I am talking to a very special guest, Bishop Jackson. And just before the break, I was asking him if he could explain to my listeners how the LGBT, the uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, Transgender agenda is harmful to our society. I say it all the time, but I want you to hear it from another respectable source.
3: Well, this, Diane, first of all, anytime any people decide that they're going to establish their own rules of morality, separate and apart from God, you are asking mm-hmm. for trouble. Uh, because god established not only a physical order to the universe he established a moral order to the universe mm-hmm. and when we rebel against that we do so through our own destruction and i think we're seeing it in the 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 abuse that's happening in home in the breakdown of the family There's particularly mm-hmm. abuse uh, among Americans of african descent uh, where most children now 70 Five to 80 percent of the children are born out of wedlock today. Uh, I think we're seeing it in in, in, in infecting our military now. It's being embraced by people in the highest places of our society. And when Mm -hmm. you do that, you must incur the displeasure and the the disfavor of God. And, And that's the underpinning and the foundation of our culture. We need His favor. We need His pleasure to be on our lives and on our country. That's number one. You're going to have economic problems, you're going to have fiscal problems, you're going to have political problems, social problems, family problems, you have problems of every kind and of character because you're disconnecting from the source. But the other thing is this, and I think this is where AIDS came in. I'm not one of those people who believes that, you know, God kind of struck people with AIDS and, and you know, put it on them as a curse, but I do believe what the Bible says. Whatever a man sows, that will he also reap.
4: Uh-huh. When,
3: when you engage in this behavior... You are, you are engaged in right rebellion against the law of nature. In other words, yes. nature, yes. God designed nature, that men and women would be together, and that that sexual intimacy would, should be shared only between one man and one woman in the bonds of holy matrimony. That's the moral order, but the natural order would be that it would always be only a man and a woman. And when you have people yeah. saying, no, well, we don't buy that, we're going to do it our way, now you, you open up yourself to, to nature's attempt to correct what you're doing because you're violating the laws of nature. And so yes. this was the result of the rise of STDs. Uh, They're rampant now among our young people. They're rampant in our culture like never before. AIDS, of course, a deadly disease that swept the whole world. So you're yes. asking for both moral chaos and natural chaos to ensue when you start doing
2: Exactly, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Ditto, ditto. I mean, how many times do we need to come up with more cures? How many times? I mean, I've said on my show, the answer is not to keep finding more cures. The answer is to realign ourselves with God's will, because his will is good for us. It's not that he's just sitting up there wanting to beat us over the head. His will is good for us. He loves us. He wants what's best for us. He doesn't want us to endure. And to suffer these type of consequences.
3: Amen. But we, in fact, he loves us, of course, and we know that the rules that he put in place for us were not to deprive us of pleasure, but to preserve our lives. He you know the Bible says in him is in his presence is fullness of joy, and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. God wanted our pleasure to come from being in right relationship with him and then enjoying what he provided for us in this life rather than trying to establish our own standards for how we would please ourselves. And when we do that, all we're asking for is destruction because the Bible says the wages of sin is death. And, and, you know, it doesn't mean always just physical death. Sometimes it means that, but it always means degeneration, deterioration, separation, it means all that serves to destroy, and, and, yeah. and that's what's happening in our culture right now.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Well, I, I know that you can't be with me very long, so I, um, I do want to have give you an opportunity to talk about Exodus now. Tell our listeners yeah. what that is all about. Um, if you like, you can also tell them what stand. I mean, I know they tie in together, but just right. give us some of, some of that background and that uh, the work that well, you're Stand, doing.
3: I'm sorry, say it.
2: No, I said about uh, the work that you're doing.
3: Right. Well, Stand is 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 our nonprofit organization. Means staying true to America's national destiny, which you also you already mentioned. That's the umbrella organization, and the, it, its purpose is really twofold. One is to restore our Judeo-Christian values and heritage, which means bring people back to God, put God back at the sector of our culture, and two, mm-hmm. to bring people together, Christians particularly, believers, together across racial and cultural lines, so that the body of Christ represents what God really intended, either Jew, nor Gentile, bond, nor free, male, nor female, black, or white, or brown, or yellow, but all one in Christ, to get us unified as the body of Christ, and that's, that's a tremendous vision and burden that that I have on my heart to see that happen. So that's what Stan Mm -hmm. does. Exodus now, in keeping with advancing Judeo-Christian values, has called for a mass exodus of Christians out of the Democrat Party, because the Democrat Mm -hmm. Party, as they demonstrated in their last convention, where they put God out of the platform, and then when they tried to put God in, you actually have people booing. We all put God in. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know? Uh, And then Mm -hmm. they declare same-sex marriage an official part of their platform, which means we don't want God in, but we want same-sex marriage in. And and the Mm -hmm. question we have raised for people is, how can any Christian be associated with such a party? Now, it may have been okay at one time, but it's clear that they've become anti-Christian, anti-Bible, and anti-God, and it's time to come out from among them. And that's what Exodus Now has done. We, we put that video up uh, with that message. By the way, we spoke to all Christians, and then one specifically the black Christians, but the one the black Christians has gone viral, and the total we 1.1 billion people have viewed that video. It has it gone all over the country. Um, and so, you know, we just believe people are hungry for the truth, and, and they're responding to it. And uh, we just believe in God to see a, a great awakening come. As a result of what you're doing and what I'm doing and what so many others are doing to try to wake our, our brothers and sisters up and to wake our country
2: up. Amen. Amen. That's why it truly inspired me, and I I actually got the update today. Um, I got an email at the very end about your um, task force conference that's coming up, but I'll 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 come back to that. Tell okay. us, tell us what. Do you say is our national destiny? What is our, our national, national destiny?
3: destiny be, our national destiny, Diane, is to be a hope and a beacon light to the world, pointing mm. the world for the freedom and the opportunity and the prosperity and the peace and the joy that can only come through a relationship with Jesus Christ. I believe that that is ultimately the vision that God has for America. Uh, I also believe that Americans of African descent are in this country. My great-grandparents gave him a lot of the jacks slave, to sheriff Orange County, Virginia, that God had a purpose for bringing black folks here, and the purpose I believe he had for bringing back black folks here was out of the pain and the suffering that we've gone through to ultimately demonstrate what love, forgiveness, uh, hope, In God can do for a nation and to provide that hope for the nation. I mean, Dr. King didn't just lead a civil rights movement, he spoke to the soul of the nation because Mm -hmm. he understood what it was like to suffer and he could speak out of that suffering and just reach people's hearts and ultimately broke the back of segregation. So Mm -hmm. I believe that America has a destiny and that black folks, Americans of African descent, have a unique place
2: within that destiny. Wow. You know, I see so many similarities in our history, in this country, black history in this country, and the children of Israel. Does that that resonate with you at all?
3: Well, I I tell people all the time, I say, when people want me to be bitter and angry about slavery, I say, remember how Joseph responded when his brothers finally reunited with him. They thought he was, he was going to kill them, And he said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And I mm-hmm. believe the same is true for us here. God had a purpose for bringing us here. Look, your ancestors and mine and others who came here, they could have they died on the, on the ship on the of the Middle Passage. They could have never been selected to come. Uh, they could have, as some did, committed suicide when they got here. But somehow, here we are, and I believe that we are here not by
2: happenstance, but by divine appointment. Amen. 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 That is encouraging. Well, we've got two minutes before our 30 minute break, and I think that's about your limit. So maybe I will let you or ask you if you want to tell the listeners about your Conservative Inter- Emergency Task Force Conference.
4: Looks yeah, like it's first, a conference. Let, call. Let me
3: Yes, first, let me say, people can find out about that and other things by going to our website, standamerica.us, or they can Google, just like it sounds, by the way, standamerica.us, or they can Google my name, Bishop E.W. Jackson, and they'll come to our YouTube channel, our website. They'll get just about any information they need on me. Our Conservative Emergency Task Force happens every Tuesday at noontime, and people would have to email the address on the website in order for us to send them an invitation, because the, the, um, the uh, conference call is by invitation only, so we invite people who are interested uh, in joining that call. So we just want people to step up and get involved. Uh, uh, Mr. Diane, chapters of STAND are springing up all over the country, and people have heard that message and responded to it. Black pastors, white pastors, Christians of all backgrounds are responding.
2: amen amen that is so encouraging and i know that you have to go i am so so appreciative of you joining me we are praying for you and praying for your strength as you continue in your efforts
3: let's
1: do it again thank you so much for having me thank you sir (laughs) don't let it this is i'm not the woman i used to be i'm free with minister diane jones and we'll be right back after these if you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on talkinghead.com. Hour. for more information on the million dollar mindset go to our website marlatabaka.com that's m a r l a t a b a k a.com it's the million dollar mindset with marla tabaka monday afternoons at 2 1 p m central on Toginet.com.
0: equipping the saints ministries our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616 Clinton, Maryland, 207 Three five or email us at VIR two US one at verizon.net. Thank
4: God I am free. I am free.
1: Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free. On toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal, it's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay,
2: people, I tell you, when I have someone powerful and someone captivating on the show the time just goes so fast I am sad-faced because my guest had to um, leave me so soon but he is a very busy man and he is in demand Um, Bishop Jackson uh, he's traveling and um, like some of you may have heard or or if you're tuning in just now um, I had Bishop E.W. Jackson as my guest And he was talking about his um, organization called Stand, staying true to America's national destiny, our destiny of being a light and being a beacon to the world and um, letting Christians know and people of color, black folks know that there is a purpose for us being here. There is a purpose and a reason for our history, even coming out of slavery in this country. I mean, wow, we covered so much in such a short period of time. Um, I wanted to reiterate that um, this movement is growing, his movement um, and his call for us to have courage, his call for us to uh, make a stand and for Christians to exit exodus come out of the Democratic Party that is his call because of the wicked agenda that is being pushed Um, anything any agenda that pushes sexual abuse Any agenda that pushes murder. Any agenda that pushes me first, self, I, I, I. You know, those are things that Christians should not lend themselves to. The Bible tells us, let not your good be evil spoken of. Light has no fellowship with darkness. So we cannot walk hand in hand with evil and say, we're not a part of that person's evil. I've had, I've had Christians tell me, well, I don't have to support what they do just because I vote for them. Well, voting for anybody who supports evil and you knowingly do so, you are supporting what they do. The Bible tells us not to be a partaker of any man's sins. Some things we may not know about. Some things we may be in the dark about. But once it is brought to light and you know this and you push that agenda too, you are just as culpable. You are just as culpable. You are just as guilty. Just like when we talked about the Sandusky trial and all those people that tried to push this, um, this, Information, these these uh, allegations and this scandal under the rug, and I said on this program they were just as guilty as Sandusky, the man who committed the the wrong, the man who committed the um, violations. They were just as guilty. So I'm hoping that we can do this again sometime. Um, He was talking about his conservative emergency task force. Which he is the senior convener. Let me tell you a little bit about his next guest that's going to be on that task force. If you're interested, you have to go to his website because he said it is by invitation only. So you have to go to his website and contact them via the website. I don't know if you can do it before tomorrow, but tomorrow's guest is an interesting person. His name is William J. Murray. William J. Murray, um, chairman of the Religious Freedom Coalition. He will be their guest on tomorrow's conference. Okay. The RFC's ads exposing Obama's plans for his second term have sparked protest and even an apology from one newspaper for running them. Among other things, Mr. Murray will be telling us about this ad campaign and the surrounding events. I'm going to miss that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually committed to something else tomorrow, and I hate that I'm going to miss it. But let me tell you more about William J. Murray. He is the chairman of the Religious Freedom Coalition in Washington, D.C. For more than two decades, Murray has been at the forefront of social conservatism. During the early 1980s, he served as director of Freedom's Friends, an organization which reached out to the victims of communism worldwide, to the victims of communism worldwide. In the 1990s, he founded the first commercial Bible publishing company in the Soviet Union. I think that is amazing. Oh for for oh my goodness i don't for years the gospel was was closed or or not permitted <laughs> not permitted to go into the soviet union so he founded the first commercial bible publishing company in the soviet union for many years his organization's operated evangelistic tours to the soviet union for christians so if you can get in on that He said they have them every Tuesday. If you can't get in on tomorrow's, maybe you can go to his website. All you have to do is type in E.W. Jackson, Bishop E. Jackson, something along those lines. Okay? And um, you should be able to... Plug in. (laughs) Time is flying. Let me see. What else can I tell you that's going on right now along the same lines as our topic tonight? Um, Let me tell you this. Last Wednesday, I attended this briefing um, out here on my end of the world on the East Coast. In Maryland, there is an organization called the Maryland Marriage Alliance. And I received an email that they were having a briefing. Um, what they are trying to do is defend marriage between one man and one woman. They're trying to defend marriage or define marriage um, Defend it so that it will go back to being one man and one woman, because here in Maryland, the I believe it was, was it the mayor? I don't want to get the history wrong. I believe it was the mayor who, in spite of the people's wishes, because I found out that the people in this state have voted on this more than once and have. Defended marriage as being between one man and one woman, but, um, I believe it was the mayor and I don't want to misquote anything, um, went against that and, and legalized same sex unions. Okay. So then the people had to take it a step further and the Maryland marriage alliance began to campaign and began to, um, work to get it put on this elections ballot in November so that the people could vote on this issue again. So let me just read this flyer. Maryland Marriage Alliance, one man, one woman. MarylandMarriageAlliance.com. That's how you can find out about them if you're interested. MarylandMarriageAlliance.com says, Don't redefine marriage. One man, one woman. Vote against question six. If I happen to have any Maryland listeners, this is what they are asking uh, the public to vote against question six. Okay, I attended the briefing at Riverdale Baptist Church in Maryland, in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. And I got an update today, actually, I got an update where they're going to be having uh, several events to kind of help explain what this is all about, Uh, several different forums where people can go um, and and learn what it's all about. And I believe there will be people from both sides of this issue there. It says here, uh, Dear Marriage Supporter, we are 22 days from November 6th. I won't read everything because it's rather long. Uh, So basically, we only have 22 days to spread the word. To as many people as possible to uphold marriage and to vote against. Question six. Um, Marriage is more than what adults want for themselves. Marriage is much more than that. It's It's not about a selfish agenda. Marriage is a giving. A giving of oneself. Anyway, let me stay on track here. Marriage is more than what adults want for themselves. Um, It is possible to be tolerant of the rights of others without redefining marriage. It is possible to be tolerant of the rights of others without redefining marriage. God is the one who instituted marriage. I don't care what they put on paper, what laws they put in place. God is the one who instituted marriage. Okay. It says several events coming up in the next week concerns the issue of marriage in Maryland directly related to question six. Time is critical and we must stand up for the truth about marriage They had something going on tonight, so it's too late to announce that. They have something going on Thursday, October 18th at 7 p.m. Event, dialogue panel on question six, sponsored by a local Annapolis interfaith group, location, Annapolis Friends Meeting House. 351 Du Bois Road, Annapolis, Maryland, 21401. I'll read a couple of more of these after the break.
1: has a tragic past, shattered your future or your now. Don't let it. This is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free. With Minister Diane Jones, and we'll be right back after these.
0: The story of me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The Story of Me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores.
4: Thank God I am free I am free
1: Welcome back to I'm not the woman I used to be I'm free On toginet.com The show dedicated to helping women Find their way back to themselves After innocence was stolen By incest and abuse Helping you heal It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones.
2: Okay, I'm back, and I am giving you some information about what's going on in my neck of the woods over here on the East Coast. We have some uh, hot issues and (laughs) hot topics going on we have the maryland marriage alliance organization that has several events um going on for the rest of this month let's see how far does this go this goes oh okay yeah let me give you a couple of more uh dates in this month and what i will try to do is uh Post this on my articles page. So if you go to my my radio show host page later on, um, maybe like by tomorrow evening, or tomorrow yeah tomorrow evening, I should be able to get this posted. Um, another event looks like it's going to be Friday, October nineteenth at seven thirty p.m. Event town hall meeting on question six sponsored by the Maryland Marriage Alliance, hosted by Manna Bible Baptist Church, location 3043 West Belvedere Avenue, Baltimore, Maryland, 21215, light refreshments to follow, uh... Two events on Saturday, October 20th, one at 10 a.m., one at 3 p.m. The 10 a.m. one is Town Hall Event on Ballot Questions, sponsored by Delegate Cheryl Glenn. Location, 6,000, oh, let me spell this, R-A-D-E-C-K-E Avenue, Radiki, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, Avenue. Baltimore, Maryland, 21206, and the 3 o'clock event on October 20th, panel discussion on question 6 and 7, because that's also a hot topic over here. Question 7 is about uh, the uh, casino, a casino coming to this area. Or trying to come to this area. Sponsored by MD League of Women Voters and UMD Voting Public Policy. uh, Location 4433 South Park Avenue, Chevy Chase, MD. And there's a phone number. And then the last one is October 21st at 7 p.m. Marriage Rally. Sponsored by Bishop Harry Jackson. That's not the same Jackson that I just had. <laughs> uh, New Harvest Ministries, 2239 East Fayette Street, 43, Baltimore, Maryland, 21231. Now is the time to stand up, speak up, and show up. Let's win for marriage in Maryland, We can make a difference. You Marylanders, if I've got any Marylanders out there listening, we can make a difference. Let me see. Okay, I've got another article. This is from EX Times. EX Times. And this was posted October 10th. So this was last week, 2012. Along the lines of some of what we talked about tonight. Um, talked about. Abortion issues a little bit um, talked about being a light and being a beacon in the world, how that that is what we believe Christians are called to do. That is what Elder Jackson and I agree. America was um, established for to be a light and a beacon to the world. And we have been that. We have been that in this country. But now there's a serious danger of us losing um, that positive light, of us being a positive light. When um, I heard one uh, one of the high officials saying that America was going to be the leader in advocating and pushing for the LGBT agenda to the world. That is, not the, that is not what America was established and founded for. That is not what we were established and founded for. So in order for us to be that light, we have to um, return to God. We have to repent, people. As a nation, Christians, we need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for the people of God. We, my husband and I um, actually just finished fasting. The Lord called us to a fast and we fasted for three days because this thing has really been troubling me. Um, seeing what's coming down the pike, seeing what the enemy is trying to do. Um, I deal with this, the side effects and the consequences and the traumas and the, the problems because of sexual abuse all the time on this show and to see that anybody in their right mind would push for something like this and try to doctor it up and make it look pretty try to doctor it up and put a bow on it try to put you know make you know put icing on it and make it look glamorous when there it is there it is not glamorous glamorous it is unnatural affection it is confusion It is perversion, and it can only breed more of the same. Anyway, get off my tangent. Let me go back to my article. California Pastor Rebukes Passive Coward Churches for Avoiding Hot-Button Issues. By Lillian Kwan, Christian Post reporter. I don't want to take credit for anybody's work. Um says, Pastor Shane Eidelman is all too aware of the moral decline he sees in the United States, and he's speaking out about it. But what irritates him is the cowardice he finds in many churches when it comes to taking, tackling, hot, button issues well we don't mind tackling hot button issues if sexual abuse is not a hot button issue i don't know what is (laughs) i'm sick and tired of the passive lukewarm coward church doing nothing and saying nothing because it offends people (laughs) jesus said i didn't come to bring peace but i came to bring a sword he said mother would be against daughter, father would be against son. The house, you know, one, one would be on the rooftop and one would be in the house, one would be taken and one would be left. Because, because when he began to preach righteousness and repentance and preach about his father's kingdom and, re, and restoring his kingdom on earth, it was, he knew it was going to cause division. In houses. He knew it was going to cause division in relationships. So he goes on to say, yeah, it's a hot button, absolutely. But if the truth doesn't come from the church, if the truth doesn't come from the church, where can people find truth? Where will it come from? It's certainly not coming from government. It's certainly not coming from government. It says he, he paused during his Sunday sermon at Westside Christian Fellowship in Lancaster, California. Uh, he wasn't afraid to be blunt as he joined hundreds of other pastors throughout the country in preaching on politics. Um, just ahead of the November presidential election as part of Pulpit Freedom Sunday. (laughs) All right now. If I were to be honest, he says, there's cowards in our pulpits in our nation. I'm going to come up here and preach about being nice to your neighbor as limbs are being pulled from uteruses. He's like he's like saying Am I supposed to come up here and preach about being nice to your neighbor? Preach the soft messages, the ones that tickle people's ears, the ones that they don't mind hearing. Am I supposed to come up here and do that? He said, when limbs are being pulled from uteruses with partial birth abortions, that's what they were doing, people. They were allowing parts of the babies to be born, allowing the head to come out, allowing an arm or a limb to come out, you know, and then then, killing the child before the rest of the body was delivered and still calling it an abortion. Still calling it an abortion. What have we reduced ourselves to in this society? It is no different than the days of old in the Bible when, when idol worshipers were putting their full-born, actually birth-born babies in the fire and offering up to their gods sacrifices that were unholy and wicked. He's saying, you know, am I supposed to preach these kind of messages when, when limbs are being pulled from uteruses, vacuumed out because you don't want it, the baby, because the woman doesn't want the baby? Let someone else adopt it. Better yet, don't get pregnant. Better yet. How about showing some responsibility? How about being responsible and not taking your mistake out on on that unborn child? He says, let's support that. Let's fund that. It's ridiculous. I agree. It is ridiculous that, that we even have, that we even have this women advertising in commercials and saying how their life is going to be just totally ruined if they don't have the permission and backing to murder their children. Their lives are just going to be ruined. Women have been doing it for thousands of years. They've been given birth, even when they've been raped, even when they've been molested. God has a way of bringing what the devil meant for evil and turning it for good. He has a way of getting the glory out of situations if we let him. We don't have to resort to making our own decisions. We don't have to resort to taking um, things into our own hands. But I venture to say that that's probably not the majority of abortions anyway. Many of the abortions that are happening are elective and they are simply because someone was selfish... Ran out of time.
4: (laughs) These
2: things things do affect people. Until next week. (inaudible) Bye.